This is an I Am Listening original podcast. It's a wonderful experience. And for me, it's the most emotional part of that journey where you're holding their hand because at times they don't want their hand held. They want to throw as much as they can at you because we're the estate agent. And, uh, and that's what we're there to be, that filter. But when you hand over those keys and you see the look on the the buyer's face or the seller's face in terms of when they're coming in, it's wonderful. And it's one of the main reasons I do this job still to this day. That completion, handing over those keys and seeing the difference that can make to people's lives is amazing. Welcome to the Property Podcast with Wards and me, Gary Wilson, the monthly podcast where I'll share with you all the latest Kent property news, as well as speaking with industry professionals to offer advice and tips that will hopefully help make your house moving journey a little less stressful. This podcast is brought to you by Wards. As Kent's local independent estate agent, Ward utilise years of experience and expertise to promote your property in the best possible light to the largest possible audience. For more information, receive an online valuation in less than 30 seconds or book an in-person appraisal of your property with us today. Head over to wardsofkent.co.uk to find out more about our unique approach. Hello again, this is Gary Wilson and this is the final episode of our series of the Property Podcast with Wards. And this one is exciting all the way through really, but this is really the date that everyone has in their diary, in their minds, everything is focused on. We are talking about everything to do with completion day and moving into your new home. And once again, we're joined by our special guest, Tom Ross Basson, Regional Managing Director of Wards Kent. Hello again, Tom. Hi, Gary. <laughs> Lovely to have you here again. Uh, let's not muck around. Let's get into it because we've got a lot to get through. What does completion mean? What happens on completion day? Walk us through completion day. Well, it's quite apt, isn't it? Because it's the final podcast and we're talking about completion. It really is. So um, I've said it many times before, this, this is a highly charged environment, Gary. This is every emotion you can throw in there, it's in there. Excitement, stress, kids, removal vans, money's being transferred, getting into your new place, collecting keys, it just goes on and on. By this point, you would have exchanged in the norm, Gary. So ordinarily, um, you would have had confirmation of an exchange date, normally a week prior to completion in a general rule. Sometimes you get what's called um, a, an exchange completion on the, on the same day, but that, that's, that's through necessity, not through choice. Now, once you've got confirmation of exchange, you have to have a date that you've agreed on. The solicitors will not exchange the contracts if you haven't got an agreed date. Once you've got that agreed date, things become a lot clearer. You can start really getting to grips with your removals. Now, you think that's an easy task. That is a mighty challenge because most completions in the country happen to take place on a Friday. If most completions take place on a Friday, then you can imagine there's going to be lots of removal vans up and down the country getting people out and into their new home. Once you are in that little space of completion, you are really in that lapse of the solicitors. You're waiting for that confirmation that monies have been transferred. By law, you can't pick up your new keys until you've had that confirmation. Money has been transferred. But believe me, Gary, there are moments in time where you can collect keys, rock up at your new home, and they are still trying to get out of that place, which which can bring its own challenges, I can assure you. It really can. Why, um, just to go back a little bit, why Fridays? You tell me. 
Gary, you well, tell you me. You tell me. Oh, I should, shouldn't I? Yeah, I'm, uh, what, I'm what, the radio podcast presenter. What, what a rubbish expert. Um, there is absolutely History. no reason. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's culturally end of the week. It fits in with the weekend, giving you space and time to be able to move in. Yeah. Solicitors are geared up for getting money transferred. Yeah. Um, Please don't get me wrong. There are completions on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. None on a weekend, just to no. make that clear. God, I'm a good expert. Yeah, but I, um, but I, in terms of Fridays, yeah. If you if you're trying to get a solicitor to do something on a weekend, well, well, good good luck, everyone. Is all yeah. I will say on yeah. that front. There is a lot there. What are the potential pitfalls? I'm sure they're numerous, but what are the potential pitfalls? Maybe you know a couple in particular that people can be kind of pre warned, forearmed about when it comes to the completion mo- date. The most common, the most common are where the solicitor is missing a signed document for example, um, ordinary that can surface when you're buying a leasehold, an apartment. There could be management concerns. Um, So I would always, my advice is make sure you've got everything you need signed, sealed, delivered with your solicitor prior to completion day. The old adage, check prior to the appointment is absolutely key. Mr. Solicitor, it's Tom. Can we just talk through our completion on Friday? Is there anything outstanding? Is there anything I need to do? At that point, then you can feel safe that come completion day, you're not waiting for that little signed bit of paper or monies because you haven't done a bank transfer, you've done an electronic. Those little pitfalls really can hold up and delay things and it can be really stressful. And talking of the money stuff as well, are there any other additional costs? Do you have some money in your back pocket ready for something that likely to happen on completion day? Obviously, a lot of it, you know, it's all the big money is doing the transfers and it's all taken out of your hands. It's all being organised before that. But then the money actually pings and transfers and moves around. But what on completion day, do you need to have a pocket full of tenors for, for something? What, what are those things that people might forget about? Yeah, nothing. So, Gary, I would hope that you've already agreed the price with your removal firm. So it's not a case of paying them on the day. That would be almost ordinarily prior to the job taking place. There might be some additional costs where you've mis- they've misquoted on if it's a three bed, but you're moving from a four bed, but that's very unusual. You don't need any additional money in your back pocket for completion day. All of that has been taken care of. The solicitors will advise you in regards to what's transferred on the day. Ordinarily, Gary, depending on the the, the finer details, there might be some additional funds left over depending on your mortgage costs, which would be transferred into your account after that completion date. I would only add to that, add 20 quid in your pocket to get fish and chips because a lot of fish and chip shops don't take cards and things are all over the place on moving day and you don't want to cook when you get there. How did I miss that? You're absolutely right. Fish and chips. Yeah, Come absolutely on. right. It's uh, completion day 101. Come on, Tom. Yeah, I'd need more than 20 quid because uh, I do like a battered sausage. Well, I've heard that about you, Tom, but now is not the time <laughs> or podcast. <laughs> You've talked about a lot of the things that are uh, required by the the seller, the buyer, on uh, completion day. What what other stuff can they prepare for to make the process smoother? What do they need to be on top of? Gary, if you're really organised and you've got everything lined up as you would hope, what you want to be looking ahead of is getting your utility set up because you're going to need electric, gas, water from day one. Uh, ordinarily, um, you're able to function, but you want to be making sure you're paying the right tariff and you're not paying through emergency 
utilities which can cost you an arm and a leg. So I would always strongly recommend that you are in touch with the local authorities, just look at your council tax, look at all your utilities. Um, and of course, you want to know, how do you get to your meters? You want to know, where do you put your electric and your water on? Because those are things that can really bring the house down when you've got a family full of people. Yep. And how do we turn the lights on? Yeah, I would say read the meters definitely would, but that would be yes. on my list. Uh, read the meters, even if no one's asked you to read the meters, just read the meters. Great. Uh, get that scribbled down somewhere on note on your phone and the technical thing I would also say is key because we found out much to our cost financially we moved in we were like this place guys it had really old heating still has the water is piping hot though you can't oh it's, this is lovely we, any time down the immersion was on from when we moved in for six months because it was a switch hidden behind stuff that was why our electricity meter was pinging like yeah. a world championship game of ping pong, uh, rather than just casually flashing. So, uh, yeah, find out what the switches do. People have weird switches. Guys, that, girls, what, what Gary told me off air is he had a huge swimming pool yeah. that he didn't realise yeah. he'd left the heating on. That's so don't, right. don't, don't buy all this immersion right. stuff, honestly. Unbelievable. It's Gary. right. Rishi Sunak sold me his old pool heater, and I'm fine since then. Um, are there any responsibilities for the homeowner after completion what 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 do they have to do get ticked off signed off done Whew, breathe Gary it's a really boring answer there isn't there isn't That's once it. you have completed the responsibility of the home transfers to the new buyer now of course there's a moral compass that you need to leave the property in adequate condition um, that those buyers coming in will be aware of. You would have heard of this form, Gary, when you moved, fixtures and fittings. Yeah. And they will have questions on the fiction fittings that will declare whether you're leaving something as small as a light bulb. And if you contravene what you have agreed to, then of course you could be liable if you haven't left it in the um, condition that you confirmed that you had. But that would be the only responsibility of yours going forward is what you've confirmed you would be leaving, in fact has been, and the property is in a position that you're able to move in. Have you had a lot of light bulb takers as you've... Uh, oh, wow. By, it, it, what kind of percentage are we talking about? Are the people that take everything they can that isn't screwed down, Bigger including than you the think. light bulbs? Bigger than you think. Really? Oh, we, we, we've had copper, lead, stripped down. We, we have had all sorts. But uh, now in the main, Gary, most people are sensible. Most people will want to be walking into a property in the same condition. But like everything in life, there'll be the odd one that really sticks out. But yes, we have those that are over generous and, and leave way too much, Gary, because they couldn't be bothered to empty it. And we have those who take it to the absolute extreme. But in the main, most people conform to their fiction fittings, which is a legal document which confirms the state you'll leave the property in. One thing I will say as a buyer and seller who's been there a few times, not as many as you, uh, I'm sure, Tom, completion day is an amazing day because there's a ton of stress, as is often said, uh, which is why people like you, Tom, are so important at holding people's hands and getting them through it on an emotional level, apart from all the practical stuff that you have to do. It, it's such a stressful time, but what you will find, I think, on completion day and very shortly after is you will suddenly, for me and people I know certainly, instantly forget so much of the hoops that you've jumped through. You're, 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 they'll be almost like, did that really happen? Did we really have to do that? Oh, yeah, I forgot I had to sign that. Oh, yeah, I forgot I filled out those forms. When you're in and everything is set, 
all of that stuff really does fade away. So if you're in the midst of things right now and you're, you're just like, I can't see any light at the end of the tunnel. When you are there, the good stuff outweighs the bad. It's a wonderful experience. And for me, it's the most emotional part of that journey where you're seeing all of the pain, Gary. I think you put that across brilliantly, where you're holding their hand because at times they don't want their hand held. They want to throw as much as they can at you because we're the estate agent and, uh, and that's what we're there to be, that filter. But when you hand over those keys and you see the look on the, the buyer's face or the seller's face in terms of when they're coming in, it's wonderful. And it's one of the main reasons I do this job still to this day, that completion, handing over those keys and seeing the difference that can make to people's lives is amazing. So, um, yeah, don't let it put you off, guys. Get no, involved. Absolutely. Ask our expert. So here we are to finish up then. This seems like a really good way to finish the series of podcasts um, for our Ask Our Expert question. And that is you, Tom. You are our expert. Uh, We're thinking of moving to the area. In your opinion, what are the best things that would bring me to Kent? So I'm outside. I may be Sussex. Sorry, I might be in Scotland. I might be overseas. Why, if I'm relocating... Looking for just a change of life in some way, shape or form, whatever it might be. Looking for schools or you're you're downsizing, uh, you may be retiring. It might be anything. What makes Kent a great place to come? Whoa, what a question. It's an amazing place to live for lots of reasons. For me, uh, as a resident of Kent, it has everything from open spaces You can get into London within a very acceptable amount of time. It has good rail links. If you want to go to France and do a booze cruise, you can. Um, If you want to stay fit and healthy, it's got great sport facilities. And I think the real point for me, uh, Gary, is the people. I know that sounds very corny. Um, I'm not selling anything here, guys. I love the diversity. I love the fact that... There are people out there to help. The charities that I've rubbed shoulders with are amazing. They're life-changing. They are incredibly heartwarming, emotionally charged. The shopping ability, you've got the Ashford Outlet, you've got Blue Water, and, and as I've said, we've got you know international shopping on our, on our doorstep. But it really is, for me, a trailblazer in terms of young people having chances and opportunities within the workplace. But yeah, Kent for me is where I wanted through choice to bring my three children up. Great education, great opportunity. And yeah, get me on the uh, Kent Council board. That was was excellent. I think you've just put 5% on house prices across the county. Get in. Well done. Good work. Uh, It's always important to remember that completion day is a big day and there is, as we've discussed, a lot to think about. It's important to be prepared. Ask as many questions as you can, as you feel comfortable with through the whole process. Moving house, obviously, is a lot of work. It's very stressful, but can be a lot of fun, especially when you get to that final day. By planning ahead, be more organised, you can make the process go more smoothly and enjoy the experience of starting a new chapter in your life. It's always a good idea to consult with a financial advisor, solicitor or and estate agent to help you navigate the home buying process and answer any additional questions you may have. Tom, once again, thank you very much for being our guest and expert. And as we sign off for season one of the Property Podcast, don't forget you can listen back to any of the episodes at any time at im-listening.co.uk. 
thanks for listening to the Property Podcast with Wards. If you'd like more information on the subjects that we've covered in today's episode, just head over to the Wards website at wardsofkent.co.uk or you can follow us on our social media channels. You can check out our latest episodes at www.im-listening.co.uk or wherever you listen to your podcasts. This has been an I Am Listening original podcast. For more information, head over to our website, im-listening.co.uk. 